Hey, you're listening to the things we didn't do. This podcast is dedicated to sharing with you the truth about how simple it can actually be to create mind-blowing results in your business without doing all the things. If you're sick of being told all of the things you should be doing on the daily to blow your business up, if you're a rule breaker, a change maker, and you want to start, grow, or scale a purpose-driven business without doing all of the things, this is for you. I am your host, mentor, and success coach, Elise Danielle. The conversations, tools, and tips I'll share here will give you everything you need to build and blow up your own purposeful and profitable business that fits you, attracts more dream clients to you on the daily, and ultimately shows you how to do less to receive more. Join me as we explore how simple it can actually be to create big results in your business and get ready to stop chasing around all of the things and instead start creating a business that lights your soul on fire and makes you bank. Hi, hi, my loves. I hope you're all well. Today is a quickie, but a real good one. So this is something that I think can be really misconstrued in the online space when it comes to marketing and knowing how to market something with it not feeling so goddamn heavy and pressure-filled or worrying about getting it right or not getting it right. This is something I talk about a lot with my clients. And I want to share a couple misconceptions around marketing, the way we think about marketing and some shifts and some practical steps you guys can take to make it a fuck ton easier. (laughs) So a couple of things I just want to make sure that we speak to is really knowing a big shift that can help you magnetize more of your people in what to do if you feel like you are not doing the right things with, or or rather you feel like you are doing the right things with marketing, but not seeing the results. And this one shift that has supported me and my clients so damn much to not take marketing and sales personally, when your offers don't land the way you expect and really how to learn from that and leverage that to make sure that they do next time. So this is such a key piece to being able to take your power back over your marketing. I think one of the biggest misconceptions in the online space and in the marketing realm of the online space, really any marketing realm, is that it's dependent on the offer, whether it sells or not. And to an extent that is true, you obviously need to make sure that when you're creating an offer for your people. It's something that they need. (laughs) It's something that is going to land with them and resonate with them. And it's something that's solving a problem that they have. But so much of that is going to be the way in which you are sharing it. It's going to be dependent upon making sure that you're sharing that in a way that they understand the problem and you're heightening the problem awareness so that they understand what the solution is. I've said this a million times, but it is just so worth repeating. I think the biggest challenge for people in the online space right now is problem awareness. Everyone's brains are very, 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 very overwhelmed. We are, there's more noise in the marketing online space than ever before. And most people's real problem is that they don't actually understand what their real problem is. So in your positioning of an offer, you have to make sure that you are 
really sharing that in a way where your people are understanding how that's solving a problem. Now, that's another topic we can kind of talk about another day. But today, what I want you to really look at and understand with the offers of whatever it is that you're selling right now is making sure that you understand that it's so much less about the offer being the right offer or the wrong offer. And it's so much more about you getting really good and knowing how to position said offer, how to share said offer and how to market said offer, right? So the shift that I want you guys to really think about today is that knowing the difference between the innate value of your offer versus the perceived value of your offer. Now, this is a conversation I had with a client last week. This made such a difference for her in or in, in the sense of her feeling like she had to just hope and pray that when she was promoting something or selling something that it would land or that it wouldn't land. And that's just a really shitty place and a very disempowering place to run our business from because that's not really how sales and marketing works, right? It is not necessarily the offer itself and it's not about really coming up with the right offer. It's so much more about how am I communicating the real value of the offer whilst also making sure that my mind is not letting the perceived value infer and fear and fear interfere with the actual innate value of the offer. So this is what I mean by that. If you have something, whether it's a service, a product, whatever it is that you're selling, you have to make damn sure that you are really sold on the genuine innate value of it. And you have to really be mindful that no matter what happens when you put that offer out there, especially if it's for the first time, you are not letting the result of, and by result, I mean how many sales you make, how many immediate responses you get, how much interest you can perceive, affect what you know to be true about the innate value. What I see really crush, (laughs) to be dramatic, but true, so many entrepreneurs in not being able to sell things the way they want to is that they allow the first time they share it out or even the fifth time they share something, they allow the response or the results of that to affect what they perceive as the innate value of the thing. Meaning, you have to be in such an anchored, solid state about the innate value of your offer. So like, let's take me, for example. The first time I kind of opened up this group, I created a three-month coaching program. I had to make sure that I got so fucking 10 out of 10 sold on how crazy valuable this offer was that it wouldn't have mattered if it took me six months to sell that offer, that I was never going to let that external process of marketing and sales affect what I believe to be true about the innate value of that offer. That is the most powerful tool you can have in your business is your ability to separate. I know this is the best damn thing on the planet and I'm not letting any response or lack of response sway or determine how I feel about continuing to show up and sell this. If you can get really good at anchoring into your value, this is like one of the first things I do with all of my clients, no matter what stage of business they're at, every time we're launching a new offer, no matter if it's the first offer you're selling or the 50th offer you're selling, 
you have to get so locked in and anchored in the value of that offer so that it has no impact when you go out to sell it. And regardless of the response that you get, you're not making that mean something about the inevitability of that offer success. Now, is that easier said than done? 100%. (laughs) That's where the hard work is. That's where the work actually is in being able to then understand and be able to separate, okay, well, if I'm selling something and it's not getting the immediate response that I want, or I'm marketing something and it's not getting the immediate response that I want, I'm not letting that affect how I feel, believe, or act about showing up and selling this offer. And that is the ultimate freedom and the that is the badass CEO energy and mindset that will allow you to get so fucking good at selling things out and have such a locked in mindset around it that business doesn't feel like a roller coaster, right? And that's the piece that allows you to create refinement in your marketing, your sales process, in your content, in your connections, in your conversions, in all of the foundational pieces that you need on lockdown in order to be able to sell things out on repeat and scale with a fuck ton of ease, right? So when you don't let the perceived value, meaning the immediate response that you get from your audience affect what you believe to be true about the innate value of the offer that you're selling, it makes it infinitely easier to then solve for the right problem, right? Because here's how that plays out. If you know that the thing that you're offering is the best damn thing since sliced bread, that it changes people's lives, that the potential for it to support them to solve whatever problem that you solve for your people is infinite, then if you're marketing something or you're selling something and you're not getting the immediate response that you want, you can actually solve the true real gap rather than trying to put a Band-Aid solution on something and make it mean a whole lot about you, your marketing abilities, your sales abilities, the innate value of what you offer. That is where we get so caught up in our own shit and we make the strategy really fucking complicated, right? If your innate value of the offer, if you're locked in on that, if you know that it is just so good and people need to hear about it, your ability to show up and market it and sell it until it sells out is infinite. This is the mindset that has allowed me to create six-figure launches on repeat, right? This is the mindset that has allowed me to go from like zero business to being booked out in months is that I didn't let any perceived response and the perceived value that my audience was seeing affect what I felt was true about the offer. And this isn't, this is like the most valuable skill you can use my loves, because I think this is just so fucking important to see and share because I think it's just so not talked about in the online space. And I see this to create so many fucked up stories for, you know, past me for sure. And a lot of my clients, when we maybe throw something out there and it doesn't get the response we wanted it to, is that that's normal, right? The game of marketing isn't creating a new offer throwing it out there and it getting scooped up right away and that meaning it's good or it not getting scooped up right away and that meaning that it's bad or that you shouldn't be selling it or that it's the wrong offer. The game of marketing is understanding 
why it's not working the way you want it to and learning how to solve for those gaps and get really fucking good at understanding your people so that you can help to move them more towards the thing that you know is the absolute solution to their problem. Does that make sense? When we're not clear on the innate value of our offers versus the perceived value of our offers, that is a very hard thing to navigate. That is where we start to make stories. That is where we start to create very limiting beliefs. That is where we start to hide in plain sight. That is where we lose our power of magnetic marketing and content and connection. That is when we're in the opposite energy of feeling really open and available to run at the thing and sell our asses off and get really good at doing that in a super easeful and aligned way. Does this make sense? So what I want you to know is that it's actually the best fucking thing ever for you in your business if something's not selling the way you want it to. That is not what you wanted to hear, and I get that. But I have never learned things very well in my business from things selling immediately right away. The amount of data and information you get about your audience when something just gets scooped up right away is so small compared to the amount of information and data you get about your audience when you're selling something and it doesn't get scooped up right away. The latter is how you build frameworks and foundations of your business in your sales process, in your marketing process, in your content process that will scale you to million dollars, right? Because that's where you get to really get into the dirt. Honestly, you guys, this is where the work begins. And this is where the work is, is being okay and building up the internal resilience and mindset to not let that affect how you feel about your ultimate success of the offer, of your business in general, of you. That is where we get to understand where is my brain making shit mean things about me, where that actually has no business meaning anything about me. And that is where your biggest opportunities are for understanding, well, maybe I'm not communicating the perceived value well enough. That's okay, right? That's like part of the process of creating huge amounts of sales. Never, ever, ever have I ever created, you know, six-figure launches and, you know, huge 70K months because everything worked out perfectly. That's never been true. I've been able to get to that level because I learned from those times when things weren't selling the way I wanted to. And I really learned how to understand my audience and position things so that the perceived value was aligned with the innate value. And this is where it's so important to be able to get into your people's brains because this is the stuff that helps you really understand your people and provide value to them and then also really get better at marketing. Marketing is a skill, right? Being able to really put your brains in your people's brains and understand how they're thinking and how that how we need to communicate to them to for them to be able to understand the perceived value of the thing and what they see as the perceived value versus what we understand as the innate value. Because those are very two different things, right? I think it's really easy to forget that what seems so obvious and logical to you does not seem so obvious and logical to your people because you're on the other side of having solved that problem that you're solving for your humans, right? So your viewfinder is completely different to what their viewfinder is 
on the problem and the solution. And when something isn't scooped up right away or something isn't selling right away, all that means is that you need to understand their viewfinder, their viewfinder a little bit more and start being able to understand how to take on that viewfinder rather than sitting over here in your viewfinder. I hope that makes sense. So what I want you to really think about today is one, have I separated the innate value of my offers or offer, whatever you're focusing on selling at the moment, from the perceived value? Can I really get clear and locked in on those being two totally different things that never touch one another, right? And if those things never touch one another, how much easier does that make it for me to then just put on my detective hat and my CEO hat? And if something's not selling the way I want it to, knowing that those things will never touch each other and that the innate value is the innate value and that is infinitely valuable no matter what the sales are or no matter how that's getting picked up, how do I then start to solve for the right problem and understand the correct gap that's stopping people from taking that next step because they're not seeing it the same way I am seeing it. And again, that's totally okay. But how do I then start to communicate with my audience, start to ask my audience some questions, start to reach out to some people to really understand better how they're perceiving it so I can bridge that gap and make it easier for them to take those next steps. So is that always easy? No. That is where some of the hard work is. It is a very simple, it can sound like a very simple thing, but this is where so much of the work begins. And this is where so much of your power is. And I promise you, this is the skill that will take you from feeling like very disempowered and like you got to cross your fingers and your toes and just hope that when you throw something out there, it, it sells versus knowing that like, oh, at the end of the day, I just know how to make shit sell in my business. I know how to bridge the gap for my people. I understand my people so damn well that it makes it really easy for me to take on their viewfinder and understand what the perceived value is versus what I know is the real value. And I know how to bridge that gap through my content, through my connection strategy, and through my sales process to be able to sell anything I touch like a hot damn. So I'm excited for your thoughts on this. I want to hear how this lands. I want to hear the questions you have around this. Let me know what you're going to do today to get more sold on the innate value of your offer. And if you have any questions around navigating the perceived value and how to bridge that gap for your people, feel free to drop them to me below and I will let you know. Thank you so much for listening to the things we didn't do. I adore and appreciate you. If you love today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss out on any episodes because nobody likes FOMO. I'd love nothing more to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review on iTunes. And because I appreciate you taking the time each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free business success coach 
coaching call with me. So if you'd like to nail down that one thing that's standing in your way from creating more purpose and profit in your business without doing all the things, then make sure you leave a review for your chance to win. I would love for you to share this with anyone on their own entrepreneurial journey who could benefit from learning how to create a wildly purposeful and profitable business without doing all the things. And remember, you get to create a business that makes you cry happy tears on the regs without needing to squish yourself into some box or burn yourself out in the process just because you can. 